following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Field, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. It is Victory Monday. Woo! How about yeah. that? And as you can tell, I am not Shannon Gross. He is <laughs> obviously doesn't have his priorities straight. Mm. He is not here. He's in some muckety-muck bigwig meeting. Um, but I am joined, of course, by the great Nate Newton, What's as up? always. What's up? Always here, steady, ready to roll. And we have a newcomer on our show here today. A new Very Kurt. excited about hey, this. Kyle Yeomans is joining us. How's it going, everybody? Very good. Oh, wait. i got to give us the weather. We'll be in trouble. Yeah. We don't do the weather. Right. 61 degrees, sunny outside. Very nice. 67 high. There's the, there's the screen. Looking a little that quiet. That is the Tercitos Championship Tus- Plaza. That's what he said. Okay. <laughs> So we got that out of the way. How are you guys it doing today? It looks nice out there. It does. I'm doing good. Yeah. You guys good? good? Have a good yeah. weekend? Even better when the Cowboys get a win oh, like that. God, no doubt. Got one, though. You had guys had a good show yesterday, pre-post? We did. Uh, we did. Nate Newton was a superstar, as always. Always. I feel like every time that we get done with a post-game show, I just get text messages about how cool is it to be able to work with Nate Newton. It's like, man, it's not as good as you'd think. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Usually my answer. Because, I'm kidding. because I you know what? I lean on I lean on him a lot. You know, even though our guy Caden can just say, Hey, we doing this, we doing this, we doing this. We can go all over the whole show and I'll yeah. be sitting there, okay, marking out my hey, Kyle, where we going here? <laughs> Kyle, hey, what you gonna say to open this up? You know, hey half, Kyle, right. what we need half to the do? time I'm like, I don't know what I'm gonna yeah, talk about. It's like we'll, we'll figure it out as I, we go I along. I don't believe that because like Nate obviously has the experience of being a player. He brings it, and I'm just kind of here taking up space. But you, sir, are a broadcast mm. professional. Well, yes. thank you. Yes. I appreciate. It. Isn't it funny because it was this was actually the first show I made an appearance on. I filled in. I think I filled in for you. Did you? Yeah. 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 One, one time I filled in for Kurt, and yes. that was back in like 2019. Right. It was the first show I ever appeared on here because I was still a, a production assistant at the time. So it's a lot of fun. Good. You guys gave me my start. How about that? Yes, that's right. When you're yeah. when you're uh, broadcasting national ESPN, you can remember <laughs> us. It was, yeah. it was the Hang with the Boys crew. And All right. I have one question. Yeah. Okay. Before you before oh. you put that to me. Okay. Your thoughts on yesterday's <laughs> game before you put that on me. I yeah. love it. Uh, you know, I, I love the defense. I mean, it was great to go up there, back up uh, McCarthy's words, bring home the win. They look like uh, they, they could be a tough team to beat on the defensive side of the ball. The concerns that Shannon raised all week about, you know, he had to see it to believe it. I don't know if we're there quite there yet with the <laughs> offense. You know, that that's still a worry. But overall, I mean, you get a win on the road against a, a rival like that, you got to be happy. You go first, Nate. No, don't look at me. This is your show. <laughs> you know, the thing about it is we won. Right. And uh, I'm always comfortable with a win. You know, I may not be overjoyed by what happened. We talked about it a lot yesterday on the show is – you know, you out of all the positive things, you know, a lot of people say we didn't run the ball enough. I think 35 times. I want to tell you 35? we ran the ball. Yeah, we, I think we ran the ball 35 times. I touched it 35 times. Yep. And 
to me, that was good enough. You know, you know, we didn't have their two great rush uh, pass rushes off the edge, but we had two all-pro type guys in Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne. So I, I was good with the way we ran the ball and when we ran the ball. Always we can be better in red zone, and that's been an issue. Hmm. Whether we ran the yeah. ball great or not, better they were bad yesterday. Yeah, one so, of six, right yeah, in the yeah. red zone. So I, I feel good, man. I feel good. The only issue is, is we gotta we gotta get our number four, our quarterback. I, I would like to see him revert back to rookie Dak. Rookie Dak never took chances. You know, now now you're trying to make plays. Really, I thought you yeah. might say he was a little bit more. Wouldn't just. Get out there and wing it, you know. He was a nah, bit... nah. You you think he's pressing? Yeah, he's pressing yeah. hard, man. And, and, and rookie Dak wouldn't do that. Hmm. I'm telling you, rookie Dak wouldn't take those chances. Now he's taking chances that don't need to be taken. You know, if we just get – if we just go to third down and punt, we're we looking at three minutes and something versus four minutes and something at the end of a game. And then we have our defense that's been playing lights out. Rookie Dak would have played like that. Mm-hmm. The veteran Dak now, you know, you, you don't, you know, you have better receivers now. You have better. Uh, your offensive line maybe is not as uh, young and as strong as it was then, but everything is basically in place. All you got to do is orchestrate it. That's all he has to do. Don't press. You know, Miss Amber Garcia said some good things like, you know what, you got to uh, question his confidence now. Mm-hmm. You yeah. do have to question yeah. it. Yeah, you absolutely do. And I think the thing about rookie Dak is that that was a guy coming out and just balling. Nothing yeah, to yeah, lose. Yeah. Everything on the line. Didn't and know he's gonna, he didn't know. He was just out there. He was playing yeah, football. Yeah. And yeah. now now I feel like over the last six weeks, because it hasn't been this way all season. I mean, there right. have been instances where you look at Dak Prescott and that guy is he's an elite quarterback. But you don't see that elite confidence right now. Right. So I agree with Anbar and what she was saying on, on the break and talking about how you do need to question his confidence at the moment. One place you don't need to question confidence is the defense. Because mm-hmm. you think about going into that matchup against Washington, what cost you in 2020 against the football team? Physicality. Yeah. You were not physical enough against Washington in 2020. They beat you to the spot every single time, and they were going to let you know that they beat you to the spot. Dallas came out yesterday and was way more physical from the jump than Washington. Now there was some shakiness on the back half, and that momentum started to roll in the back half of the fourth quarter, but I would really like the way that that Dallas answered the call of their head coach of the confidence level that they had all throughout the week, and they portrayed that onto the gridiron because the physicality was there, the hot start was there, and it was enough as a hot start to where you could lean on that going into the final parts of the, the game when even things weren't going your way. Yeah, I think for the most part, at least for me, I ha- obviously having Randy Gregory back and Nev- Neville Gallimore back and those guys was going to be a boost, but I didn't know if they would come back that strong. I mean, even Gallimore especially hadn't played all year. I mean, that was impressive. The the thing that I like, and we talk about this a lot, is let's go through the starters. Gregory, Demarcus Lawrence, Neville Gallimore, and who would be that? Tristan Hill? Tristan Hill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just think. Those guys. Watkins got the start. Yeah, Watkins was the one that started. You're right. Okay, let's let's use Watkins. Mm -hmm. These four guys – can give you 40 snaps wide open. Now, the guys that were starting for the – even Osa, 
uh, the guys that were starting, Armstrong, those are our backup guys. Yeah. They have been starting for over eight, nine games. Or, am I correct? Well, excuse me, for six, seven games. Now, now they come in and give you 25 to 30 snaps. Yeah. It's the, uh, Just think of the rotation that you fresh have legs. There. Oh, yeah. man. Fresh legs everywhere. 30 snaps. Gallimore got 30 snaps. Hill got 28 snaps. Thank you. So, yeah, they, actually, Watkins only got 19, but yeah. Check this out. You got Gregory, you got DeMarcus Lawrence. We've been sitting here talking about it. Now, Parsons is is totally free to do everything. You don't know where he's going to be. He's got a sack coming off of the line. He got a sack at the end of the line. He, You don't know where this kid is going to line up. So now, when the quarterback walked to the line, he's looking to set his protection. And I told this guys on the last show, they, we're going to set the protection due to the fact who's got the two guys, two most dangerous guys to their side. Mm-hmm. So it's a check with me protection. So you walk up to the line, you got D-Law over here, you got Gregory over here. All of a sudden, here comes Gallimore. So I'm going to set my protection right. I'm going to say, hey, w- hey, right, right, right. You know, that's all I'm going to say. And we set the protection. From, the, from me, the left guard, the center, the right guard, and the right tackle are turning to that side. So now we blocking two people. We possibly blocking two on one, two on one. Guard tackle on the tackle, guard center on the nose. But what happens, boom, Michael Parson walks up over me mm-hmm. on my left outside eye. All of a sudden, I got to say straight, straight, straight. That leaves the left tackle. Nate Newton mm-hmm. in the center by themselves. Now you still got a double team over there on the right side, but do you want that? Do you no. want to be left naked with Parsons on a guard? I never want to be no. left naked. Yeah, <laughs> Kirk's not that kind of guy. Yeah. A one-on-one block. You don't want that, yeah. and that's what he brings. That's what he brings. You can have the protection turned, and you can be ready to do your thing. But all of a sudden, he walks up in that gap, and you gotta you gotta turn that loose. You also got to think about the rotation and how it's going to grow as these guys continue to get healthy. I mean, look back at Demarcus Lawrence last week. I was trying to find it, and I can't figure it out on on my phone. But Demarcus Lawrence last week had, what, 31 snaps yeah, yeah. against New Orleans? He had 47 snaps yesterday. Right. So already there's a huge jump in his ability to, to play longer, play more effective football. Then you turn around, you look at Randy Gregory and Neville Gallimore. They played snaps in yeah. the low 30s yesterday. Right. Yeah. So are they going to see 45-plus snaps moving forward? So they're going to be on the field more. That allows them to be on the field more with Michael Parsons, with them having a push up front. So you'd think even yesterday, as fun as it was, seeing all of those guys make an impact, you still feel like there's something left on the table from that defense, and that has to be just exceptionally fun for Cowboys fans to keep in mind because this this may not even be the ceiling yet right. of what the way the way that unit could play moving forward as long as everybody stays healthy. Yeah, it shouldn't be the ceiling, right? I mean, no. these guys are just coming back fresh. I mean, the, the, th- the thing is, as long as you limit the snaps, the, these guys were able to give you everything because the snaps were limited. Mm-hmm. You know, and th- th- that thing you say, health, health, health. Because one guy in the middle can throw you off. Now we back to Bohannon, we back to Hampton, we back to this guy. Right. And these guys are proving, even though they're growing and maturing, they're not there yet. Yeah. And so now what I what I need from from Gallimore, if I can just get thirty snaps, 
a game. I mean, going into all the way to the playoffs. Ramp because, up going yeah, to the playoffs. Because yeah. I don't want Tristan Hill to get out of shape. And I don't want Bohannon to get out of shape. I want these guys still to be to be hungry and to be effective because when guys start to not play, you know, they get a little bit more lackadaisical in their in their condition. And I know the coach is gonna be on them, but winning can keep everybody rotating in and out. So these guys, because one thing we don't wanna see, like we were seeing past years, is Demarcus Lawrence standing on the sideline in, in key situations mm-hmm. because yeah. he doesn't play forty snaps in the first half. So do you limit yeah. Randy Gregory and do you limit Demarcus Lawrence the same way that you would maybe think about limiting a Neville Gallimore and those guys that are just now coming off of injury? Th- those guys are more athletic and more, uh, better conditioned, more durable. Uh, yeah, I, I just think with Gallimore coming back, just just take your time mm-hmm. because Tristan Hill has flashed. And played okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other big kid, Bohannon, is is flashed and play. And then Watkins what, has been. And playing. then Watkins been mm-hmm. playing. He been, he's been. And then we keep forgetting about Osa. Yeah, yeah. We're not, we've, we that's a name forget. you haven't really mentioned yeah. a whole lot. He yeah, had thirty snaps yesterday. That yeah. surprised me a little bit. But see, the thing is, surprised you is it's not enough or too little. No, but, I just I, I thought that was more than I thought. I oh, guess. okay, gotcha. Then I the, expected the book is out on him. See, once people see the book on you. It's yeah. like pitching. You can get through us two times, but that third time down in rotation, yeah. I know what you're throwing <laughs> on me. I'm going to bring you. How much did having the – obviously those, having those guys back on the defensive line helped that rotation, helped that depth. How much did it help the guys behind them? Oh, I think it was tremendous. You saw how many opportunities. There was only one interception in the ball game, mm-hmm. but there were opportun- two that went through the hands of Anthony Brown. So Anthony Brown could have had two picks very easily yesterday. No way, he, Anthony Brown. Oh, no, right? <laughs> and then you had Trayvon Diggs, who almost had an opportunity there, but it yeah. was kind of tipped before right. it got to him. I think if that wasn't tipped, Seven's got it number 10. I mean, he's got his yeah. his 10th pick. So there were so many opportunities, I think, for the, the secondary to play with utmost confidence because of the pressure that was being put on Taylor Heineke. Heineke was never happy in the pocket. And the only thing happy back there was his feet because he was chopping it up back and forth because he wouldn't able to find an open man downfield. Terry McLaurin was limited. Everybody was limited. Zero catches, right? Zero. Isn't that wild to think about? Because he was a non-factor, and I think a big reason for that is the fact that the front seven played so well. You know, to be bought back down to reality, I know Mr. Heineke got up this morning saying, wow. (laughs) Ow. Yeah, I'm for real. I mean, to be brought... To make to make you realize, cause watching him on film, a little bit on film, and, and watching the games, I'm watching the Red Sand games weekend. I know this was building up, and you're watching him, and you know, and everybody's trying to build this kid. And today, <laughs> I, I promise you, ain't nobody building this yeah. kid. They're like, nope. whoa, man, what? This, he ain't what we thought he was. No, sacked four times, <laughs> five, yeah, four, a lot four more, takeaways. Yeah, yeah. that one. Uh, the photo making the rounds of, of Twitter of, the, of Gregory sitting on the ground there mm-hmm. smiling at him. I mean, that was kind of perfectly yeah. wrapped up. Uh, <laughs> well, in yeah. 43, the only reason he even got to 100 yards passing was because of the 43-yard touchdown yeah. where Sims just made a magnificent play on good defense. Yeah. I mean, Diggs was all in his mm-hmm. grill, and Sims just went around him and made a great play. And that was 43 yards of the 122 that yeah. he ended up with. What was it minus seven total passing yards at the half? I mean, that's that's just crazy. All right, let's take our first break here. We will be right back uh, again. We've got Nate Newton and 
Kyle Yeomans. So How about that? We'll be right back on Hanging with the Boys. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek. Get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, Cowboy fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience the best sports venue in the world, AT&T Stadium. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit Cowboys Travel com to book your package today. Back to hanging with the boys. Give the gift of the Cowboys this season with a Dallas Cowboys United membership presented by Globe Life. It's the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Membership started just $20 and included an exclusive fan pack and VIP member experiences. Tis the season. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United to get yours today. So we are back. I'm Kurt Daniels filling in for Shannon Gross, who's hanging out in the VIP lounge upstairs. Mm -hmm. I saw him. We have Nate Newton, as always. Good sir. Kyle Yeomans is back. And we have another special guest. Look at this. It's becoming an all-star show. It's like a mix. Jesse and I got a little light. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, shout out to Jesse. We're missing Jesse. But uh, in his steed over there on the other corner is... Our, the walking encyclopedia of Dallas history. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nick Eatman. How are you, Nick? I'm doing great. I'm doing awesome. Got it's, tang- it's turned into hanging with the talking Cowboys break. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, what it's happened. A little, little, bit, little <laughs> bit everybody. I like so. it. Nice. So we were talking defense in general. Do you have anything you want to add to this discussion about what you saw? You were there on hand. Yeah. I, I can't get enough of that play there. Randy made, and I said it on our show earlier today. And also, you got to remember this too. People forget this you know, if they didn't play football. Like, just take your hands and put them above, right here on your eyes and your forehead. That's what these guys see. I mean, it's not like they see a, a lot of other stuff. So to be able to feel the cut block, get over him, then jump up and tip the ball, and then go and find it. I just can I can't get over what a phenomenal play that was. I think it's the greatest defensive play that I can remember. Maybe when Demarcus Ware snatched that ball from Michael Vick and just ran him and outraced him for a touchdown, 
But other than that, those are the two best I can remember. That's a great point because you think about other sports like that, and there's not really another sport where you are completely constrained to your vision. Yeah. You don't have a panoramic view no. of what's going on. Think about it for, for baseball as a catcher. If there's a pop f- right, right. foul ball, pop, they get pop that ball, off. <laughs> you take the mask completely <laughs> yeah. off to try and give you yourself yeah. a panoramic view. Randy Gregory right. doesn't have that right. kind Nate, of opportunity. When you were catching passes like that, you couldn't, you know, see. No, no, I'm thinking. You know, and, I, and it's crazy thinking, but he can answer this. Car racers have you got the helmets, yeah. And, and I was in a car with a professional driver, and I had, and my my, my vision got so narrow. Yeah, that I, might be the best <laughs> the best comparison yeah, between yeah, a football yeah. helmet and a race with car, car driver. driver. It's because you yeah. are constrained of where yeah. you are, and you got to have mirrors. I understand. And stuff. I I could have never done it. I mean, it was. I could have never. But done. racing drivers aren't looking straight they're up not. in the air. Yeah, no, they <laughs> they're, mostly, they're on one but plane. Dodging yeah. But it's two-ton cars. Yeah, and, and it, <laughs> it helped that that was a screen pass, and I was actually, I was, I had the binoculars on that play because I was watching Micah, and they kind of led him through because they were calling yeah. a screen. And I don't know, I haven't got a chance to look what what happened behind that because a lot of times if you you let him go and you can throw it over the top, it could be a big hitter, oh, yeah. but. So it wasn't the hardest pass in the world. He kind of was able to knock it up in the air, but just to get it, catch it, I thought I thought that was a phenomenal play right there. And I mean, great play, man! Yeah. All it just it's amazing that they all did something. Like mm-hmm. this is the first time we've seen Randy, we've seen Two Tank, sacks. we've seen Gallimore, we've One seen sack. we've seen Parsons, and they all do something. The five sacks of the game were those four guys. It's yeah. a lot of talk going into it, a lot of media hype up for it, and it's going to be fun, but you don't expect it like that. Yeah. You don't expect it to be yeah. evenly yeah. spread out the way that it was, and then, of course, Michael Parsons to just go off again. But yeah, that, that is, then, it, that's then, what then, makes this so much more fun. And then Armstrong gets the TD. He, and he, <laughs> he had a career high in tackles, though. He had six tackles. Right. That, that's the most yeah. he's ever had in wow. a game. So like he, it wasn't like he wasn't doing anything, but yeah, he, he yeah. scoop and score on there. I thought particularly, we talk, mentioned it earlier before, just I thought it might take a game, like Gallimore especially, to just get up to the speed. Of it yeah. all. But man, those guys stepped right in. It was amazing. The and, way that Gallimore blew up a play on that sack, man. What we what did we say on our show? It was the, it was a trifecta. I mean, it was yeah. like a hat trick. I mean, he hurt. He he gets the sack. He hurt the quarterback. <laughs> he hurt the center, which I center could be out for a while. I mean, One that, man wrecking crew. Yeah, it was just. A, yeah, no, that's why it took so long. We're like, why does this take so long? It's because you got to get that strength in that elbow back. Mm-hmm. I think he's got it. I think he. I would say so. <laughs> and I, and then he got on the uh, and I hate Tyron Smith knee brace. Yeah. Oh, on yeah. the elbow, he's yeah. got that. Um, and maybe this is just because the standards are so low now, and we're, it's almost like the Jalen Smith thing. But I, I even thought Leighton Vanderesh was playing pretty well from what I well, saw. That was what you know in bringing up how much the front line helped everybody else. Yeah. I mean, Vanderesh, he flashed for sure. He didn't play as many snaps, but just him and Neil, I thought, yeah. you know, overall they definitely were helped by what was in front of them. No doubt. I think that's what's exciting for me, too, of getting Gallimore back and having Tristan Hill back and healthy and having a a healthy rotation on the interior. Because even as good as Micah Parsons has played on the edge and you have Randy Gregory prior to his injury, they were playing well coming off the edge together. You've never really had that full group up Mm -hmm. front on the interior. And 
defensive tackles help out the linebackers more than you'd think. And the fact that now Leighton Van Der Esch and Micah Parsons on that second level can play free and kind of scrape off of each other and make sure that they plug those holes right. when there's not a lot of them to be plugged, I think you're going to see better play from 55 if everybody stays healthy. Yeah. So a lot of this phenomenal talk and overpowering people and all this, it, it kind of brings us back to Micah Parsons and what he's been doing. And, and so I, and I specifically want to ask you, Nate, I mean, he, now we're getting these continuous comparisons with Lawrence Taylor and all that. You played against Taylor. I mean, what are you seeing? Is this really a legit defensive player of the year candidate? Not just he's rookies pretty much wrapped up, but defensive player of the year? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, this 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 kid playing on another level, and now uh, by you being able not to know where he's lining up, now you can't dictate to where he's lining up because of the lack of the other players. Now, now he he can go to another level. He can go to another level, man. Uh, uh, is it, if his coverage skills just get by that much better, this. Now you're talking about a few picks before the end of the year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm saying if it just get that, gotten close you know, last year. Yeah, team. that's what I'm saying. Just yeah. live. And so I, you know, at first, you know, I, I look at guys because only time will tell us who this kid really is. And and Kyle will tell you, man. Every show you're gonna hear me say every show, please, please stay hungry. Mm-hmm. Please, please. He I, seems I, to have that. I've seen the one year wonders, man. I, I do not. And that's what my thing for Diggs. Keep learning, Diggs. You're not. A, just keep learning, brother. Keep because better things are down the road. Because not only you don't want to be that guy, and I know a lot of defensive players who've been that guy on bad teams, and that's all you'll wind up being is that guy. Remember such and such. Yeah, but what did he win? I want these guys to have success. I need playoff runs. Yeah, yeah. So we came into this season thinking the offense was going to carry him to the promised land, and now can the defense do it? Yeah, you know the thing. I think so. I think they are. They are doing it right now. Now I've said this before a couple times already today. Taysom Hill, you know Taylor Haneke, they're yeah. not going to be in the playoffs. That, That's part yeah, of it. Are, yeah, is the competition yeah. or the uh... yeah. But let me, let me say one more thing about about Micah that I think we kind of forget sometimes is that, well, he, he's playing everywhere. You know, he plays here, he plays here, and that's what makes him so dangerous. But just remember, the mental part of the game is so tough for rookies. He's got the capability to know all these positions. He's had to learn. Sometimes it's easy to just learn your position, and that's it. He's learning this one, this one, this one. I mean, that's what's phenomenal to me is the fact that he can do it. Everything that they put on his plate, he's He's eating it, and <laughs> he's yeah, ready for another, something else. Yeah. So I, it's the mental part that's to me, is just as impressive as the physical part because he's able to – because that first game, I mean, if they play the Bucks again, Tom Brady's going to go, okay, that's not the guy I faced. Nope. Because <laughs> that guy's head was on a swivel. He wasn't there. Ever since yeah. that game, he's gotten better and better. He'll be a different guy if they face them again. Yeah, that Week 2 game against the Chargers was the first time you really saw it yeah, digested. Yeah, it all clicked. Yeah. He might have still been chewing on it a little bit Week <laughs> 1, but he digested it Week 2. And it goes all the way back to Oxnard and the training camp practices where you see Dan Quinn working one-on-one with Micah Parsons on the pass rush ability. At the time, it's like, why are we talking about pass rush? He's going to be a linebacker. Uh-oh. Look what – because yeah. Dan Quinn has now put him in a position to be successful. So he deserves just as much credit. Maybe not just as much, but a lot of the credit of allowing Micah Parsons to be what Micah Parsons has turned into. Somebody's got fired on other teams. I don't know who was picking one through 10, 12, 11. 12. <laughs> some, some, seriously, somebody – 
yeah. has been either fired or demoted in those rooms because the, I guarantee when it came out, when they were start talking about, let's talk about Parsons. Oh no, bad guy, bad character, all yeah. that. Does he rush the passer? No, not really. He's a linebacker. We don't pick him at number seven or number eight because he's a linebacker because he doesn't do all that. But what about rushing the passer? You know, some GMs probably ask him. I haven't seen him do it. So, okay. Well, moving on. Cause, and then, you know. We need to send uh, Christmas cards to Denver and Carolina. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for taking those. How about the fact that the Cowboys traded back? When they could have picked him at ten, yeah, and they were like, "No, nah, we'll, we'll let our divisional rivals get two shots at picking in front of us," and <laughs> neither one of them decided to do. And, and they got who out of that? I they, forgot. It was well, at ten. They got Devonte Smith, the right. Heisman receiver, and then the Giants traded back with Chicago, and yeah. Justin Fields took was but, taken. But at who was that pick that the Cowboys got? Was it o- Osa Chauncey, or Chauncey Golston? Golston? Yeah. So Golston and Parsons versus some. I mean, you, <laughs> it could be anybody in Parsons. If yeah. anybody in Parsons been this. You know what's amazing is uh, about this this whole situation is we, we we as much as we trying to give everybody else crap, we was kind of forced in on this kid. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, we was kind of forced in on this kid. Yeah. On, on, only one guy, I know that was on him. I mean, it, it, you know, and I, you know, it's, it, Mick was on him. Mickey Spagnola. Mm-hmm. He's going to own that for yeah, the rest he, of time. Yeah, yes, he will. No, I, I, <laughs> he was, no I'll take some. See, I was not. No, I'll take some of that too. Now, now Mickey for sure, but I was yeah. I was, I was, was definitely, and I've seen enough highlight films to be like, yeah. I know that they're not going to face Purdue and Minnesota and Michigan right. State every game, but nobody can block him. I remember yep. saying that, like wow. he can't get Brother, blocked. Brother, I'm glad you were because it's two people Mick sold me on. The one one wasn't very hard was Zeke. Mm-hmm. Oh, it wasn't very hard to sell me on yeah. Z. Yeah. But he sold me on this kid, and I started watching highlights. Wow. So, what, like, so what What were your yeah. doubts? Yeah. So I had him as the number one linebacker. I liked mm-hmm. him a lot as a mm-hmm. linebacker. Right. But that was my thing is I was much like the GMs you're making fun of right. now. I didn't think he would be as versatile as he is. Yeah. Because yeah. linebacker positional value in the draft should not be a top 15 pick. Right, right, right. Because of linebackers and what they're limited to. That's the thing about Parsons that I didn't know at the time. is sure. He's not just a linebacker. Don't beat that yourself guy, up about it. No, no one else and, did either. Trust me. Yeah, you're exactly right. There were 11 teams in front that yeah. did the same thing. Okay, if you, re, if you redraft now, because we like to do that. I would st- I would say he's the number two pick overall. Jacksonville still I goes still with their Still goes guy. with Trevor Lawrence because yeah. it's Trevor Lawrence and he's a conditional guy. Who is two? Two was Zach Wilson to the Jets. Jets are taking him. Oh yeah, the Jets. He would be in New York right now. Jacksonville may want to take him too. (laughs) There's a thought. There's a thought there that maybe he is the way he's playing right now. Because you think about it, you're going to come back around at number 32 and you're 33, and you're going to you could maybe get a quarterback right at 33. I don't know who was there, but I mean, all the top guys were gone at that point, but. You, f- you still feel pretty good about Micah Parsons being your guy. Yeah, that's amazing if you read. read you, you, you know, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe in a redraft because. That's uh, what it is. Because it, does, no <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't exist. <laughs> but no, no, because you, you, you may. It's, it's still, like the Easter. It, it still <laughs> comes down to falling into. See, you heard me say it earlier. It still comes down to falling into the right coach. Yeah, Quinn, true. that's true. That's Quinn had the vision. Yeah, he told it. He, don't worry, Mister Jones. I mean, I, I talked to Cousin. What did you see? He said, "Don't worry. This is our guy. 
this is what I'm going to do with him. Mm-hmm. This, 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 this. Nobody had the vision. We, yeah. You got to have a vision for a kid. And that was my biggest thing with the last coaching staff that walked out of here. You told us what your plan was, but you never put these he oh, you never so put true. these people in the place. Yeah. You yeah. you he told me say, this is what I'm gonna do with the big kid from Kentucky. He told me that Nate, this is what I'm gonna do with the big kid from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. He's gonna play first and second down. I got to get him ready. And he, he may not be what we need him to be at the beginning of the year, but as the time go on, he's my first and second down guy. I don't want him thinking pass rush. I want him thinking pressure the center. Pressure. Bohanna? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, 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 the, Big trash can full of dirt. He lost yeah. too much weight. <laughs> yeah, he did. He I think down. he might have lost too much weight. think mm-hmm. so. Wow. Because he was drafted at 360. And, and now he's, he's not three, He's a svelte 328. Looks good and all that. Svelte <laughs> yeah. well, 328. But now, I mean, I mean. Come yeah. on now. But he may get some man strength. See, <laughs> true. a lot it's of true. people, yeah, the man strength will fall in on you. Yeah. And uh, with every guy he had, he had our safeties, and I, and I know everybody love our safeties, but our safeties are not read and react safeties. They have to be safeties going to a point and going to a destination. They have to know what's happening right away. Because if you ask them to just sit back, read and react, it ain't happening. Yeah. But see, Coach Quinn's smart enough, or Coach Witt, or Coach Harris, they smart to say, this is the type of guys we have to have. You know, the NBA has a, has a lot of awards, and, and they pretty much the same ones at the NFL, except for they have a most improved player award, a guy mm-hmm. that kind of comes out of nowhere or whatever. Yeah. If the NFL had that, I think J. Ron Kirk gotta be right. Yeah. Would be right there. I mean, and, and this goes to what you just yeah. said about the vision, because he he talked about. I remember J. Ron saying after the Chargers game, he said Dan Quinn told me I got a spot for you. I have a place to play you that other coaches maybe haven't haven't played you before. He goes, I've I've gone up against you. You're tough to deal with. I got a spot for you, and. You yeah. just go back to the whole free agent process, right? And there's all these names that are going to be thrown out there for safeties. And you go down the list, you probably flip a page. Oh, nope, no Jaron Curse there. Yeah. No Jaron Curse yeah, there. Right. You go all the way down the list, and there's Curse as a lifetime special teamer that's played in the NFL yeah. for a couple of years, experienced, big caliber player. He was not at the top of that list. Now he would be at the top of that he list. He might make the yeah. Pro Bowl. Yeah, He might. The probably way he's should. playing, no probably doubt. should. All right, we got to take a break. We got to take a break. Chris is going to get mad at us. So, um, yeah, we can talk some more defense, but maybe we should talk a little bit of that offense. Mm. Not sure about that. Bring the room down. (laughs) All right, we'll get back into it. We'll be right back on hanging with the boys. Brace yourself for an existential question: Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com. 
proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. Registration for holiday youth camps is now open. Don't miss the Dallas Cowboys Football Academy and Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders Dance Academy camps on December 21st at the Star in Frisco and December 22nd at AT&T Stadium. Space is limited, so register today at dallascowboys.com slash academy. I'm Kurt Daniels. We're back here on Victory Monday, joined as always by Nate Newton. And taking the place of Shannon and Jesse today are Kyle Yeomans and Nick Eatman. What's up? How Happy about that? to have you here. So we've been talking Man. a lot of defense. Look different, huh? A lot <laughs> of defense. But there is that offensive side of the ball, and there was a pretty ugly collapse at the end of the game. I mean, how are we feeling, boys? Are we uh, we going to figure this out? Mm, uh, I don't know. Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> start on that one? <laughs> I mean, it just... It's not good. There's no doubt about it. They're out of sync right now. They can't. Is, is, they can't figure it out. Is Dak's problem? Is it yes. the people around him? You know, uh, uh, maybe not a strong line, a, a bad running game. Um, is the is it a confidence thing? Which you mentioned earlier, mental. Is it um, is he is there an injury issue? I mean, what what's going on? Why are you looking at me? You don't I'm know. The, I'm the same. Uh, he covered all the bases. He, wasn't, he was well. Pretty, he I'm going to say no the to the injury. I mean, uh, yeah. if they're if they're going to put him on the injury Physically report, okay. if they're not going to put him on the injury report, then we're not going to say he's not. Okay. He's he's got to be fine. He's fine there. Mentally, I don't know. I mean, it's not. I, I I don't know if he's lost his confidence or whatever. But I just think he's always been a guy that needs help, and I think he's pressing. He has no running game right now. He knows he doesn't have it. At the end of the game, we talked about this on on the break. We he didn't need to throw that ball. They didn't need to call a pass. So if they called a pass, that's on them. If he checked into a pass, it's on him. Either way, you should be working the clock game right there. You, you're not a relief pitcher. You don't need to go sidearmed and throw it like that. You're not Mahomes. You're not far. You're, you're not a pitcher. So throw the ball right or don't throw it at all. And then, you know, it, it was another touchdown. It just went the other way. And if he makes a tackle, I know that he's, he's not getting paid that much to tackle. Mm-hmm. But if he could tackle a guy, that's, that's a minute and a half off the clock. Yeah. A minute and a half. Because they're not going to score right away. They're going to yeah. take their time. They're going to have to get it in there. And he didn't. He kind of whiffed on that. So, 
you know, not getting paid much to tackle. I mm-hmm. hope he's not getting paid at all to tackle. But and I was out, when the way he torqued <laughs> his body, I was, I was like, like Whoa. yeah, I was the same way. Gotta have it though. Yeah. You gotta tackle him. It, mm, not, what? not there. They didn't score. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they didn't score. No way. You can't yeah. let the guy score. You gotta make a tackle. Well, yeah. I, I saw. Not on that one. And I don't remember which writer it was. Might have been one of you guys that said he just looks a beat off. Do you? Do you yes. see that? Yeah. Well, think about just the drives in general. I mean. 20, 20 of the 27 points came from either the special teams unit and Greg Zerline kicking multiple field goals or the defensive touchdown. So you you scored one touchdown on offense, right? Mm-hmm. That came off of a turnover. That that drive that you had was only five plays, 41 yards, to find the end zone to Amari Cooper over the middle for seven yards. The rest of your drives, 12 of 54 was the opening drive, so decent little drive ends up in a field goal. Stalls out in the red zone. 11 of 61 in the second quarter, stalls out in the red zone. 12 of 58, stalls in the red zone. You get a turnover, and you're deep into your own enemy's territory from the Jordan Lewis punch-out in the fourth quarter, or excuse me, into the third quarter, 29-yard field goal. You're one of six in the red zone. That's where I think you look at it stat-wise, and you got to fix that. And that's that's both Dak Prescott, but it's also play calling, the offensive line not holding up in short field. There's so many different things going wrong. I don't know if you could just put it on Dak alone. Yeah, how much of this is Kellen Moore not not working with what he's got? Um, I'll say you know a lot because you know when you do a three and out, I mean a three and out is is on the whole call. I mean, mm-hmm. it's on the first down's not working, then you're trying to do something different on second, and that didn't work. And I mean, just the, the numbers are ridiculous to have 16 three and outs in the first 10 weeks of the season, and then to have um, 23 in the last four. <laughs> wow. You know? 23 in the last four games, yeah. three and out. It ounce. reduced one since the break. It was 24. It was 24. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're, you're right. You're right. It is 24 because yeah. it was an even six. It's an, yeah. They're averaging six. They were averaging about 1.5 yeah. three and outs a game. Now they're averaging six a game. Wow. Is that's that three just, and a half. That and that's just... not stops. That's You're on the field and you're off the field. Three and out. Wow. Is and that, I'm counting a three and out as one two yeah. interception. That's still, three, is, that's that's still that's out. Fair. Is and that worse. the running game? Is it all based on the running game struggling? I just don't believe so. No, I, no, I, I no. don't. I, yesterday was a day where the running was okay for me. It was okay, especially at the beginning. Yeah, it was all. And what was those third? Was all of these third and ten, a third and fifteen? A lot of these. Well, that's was, what I'm wondering. They, was third and eights, third before and before they were getting short yeah. field on third down, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Now they're not. Is it? But it, it's still not a tremendous amount. Kellum. Kellen Moore, the genius he was for the first seven games, okay? All you have to do, go back and look. You have Gallup. You have Amari Cooper. You have uh, C.D. Lamb. You have a decent tight end. You know, you have a decent running back. Let it work, man. Now, the offensive line ain't – Ain't what it was the first four or five weeks, but it's 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 a it's an above average offensive line. Let help your quarterback make it work. Is it, is it going to be an above average offensive line if our left tackles out for a while? No, 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 no it no, won't no. be above average. <laughs> that won't be above average. That's me and Nick uh, Christmas gift. Lord, please let this guy be healthy. Didn't look good. Any update on there? Yeah, they're gonna uh, McCarthy will have something in his Probably. press conference. I'm sure. On that one, um, well, I hope so. At least so they're supposed to get reevaluated today. That might 
might mean an MRI, but I'm not sure on that. Mm. Um, uh oh. <laughs> and you know what makes you so mad? <laughs> I could see if a defensive player is the dude who just took 66, you just threw him down on his man leg. I'm yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Stay on your feet. You know what I'm <laughs> Jimmy would have cussed me out. You just blew our left tank. Get your fat greasy. <laughs> Nobody's throwing you around. Yeah, it was some yeah. a couple yeah, people. Some, yeah, one guy. Who's the guy that you? Hey, I can tell you, Jerome, Jerome Brown. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought, no, and I only say that because you say yeah, it. I, yeah. I don't sit there and watch. Man, that. I'm gonna tell you what, man. What? But I ain't going back to them days. Thank God for Super Bowls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we played. I'm gonna tell you the advantage we had is we played in a division. At that time, the NFC East, that was the bomb that we won the Super Bowls. And it was one, it was two, one and a half other opponents. It was the 49ers, and it was a half a Green Bay team. And we could beat Green Bay nine out of ten times. But that, that San Francisco team was a beast. So, yeah. And once we rolled through the East, yeah. we got through you that. We knew that. it was an it, NFC Championship good. game. Yeah. Nice. Well, I, you know, I said it all week last week when I asked about the game. I thought it was going to be a fist fight. And I, I thought Lyell needed to be out there to be the right tackle. Thank you. He was the enforcer. And as yes, it turns out, he really was a fist <laughs> was. fight. Yeah. And he really was in there. But I, I, You didn't mean that at the literal I time. didn't think it was yeah. going to be literal, but, but I, I manifested I, it. I was proud of that. I was yeah. proud of him and Z for doing that. I know he got kicked out of the game. Yeah, you can't yeah. be getting kicked out of games, but um, based off of what happened last year and the quarterback that got hit like that, yeah. Dalton. And There's no repercussions from that, is there? I mean, like, he's not affected. Yeah, the FedEx, man. Yeah, well, he'll fine, be fine, fine, but I might get an envelope. Right about now. But I mean, if you, if you look at the, what the NFL's doing, uh, go back to the Giants game when um, KZ and Kadarius mm-hmm. Tony. Tony. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, Tony hit him right in the, in the face. And I don't think he got he got ejected. Yeah. I think he got a fine. He got ejected, but he didn't get a suspension. Now Tristan Hill got the two, but that was different. He reduced the one, but that, was that after a game. it was after a game. And I think that they, they thought because he was waiting for the guy, yeah, you can't he was, do that. He was waiting and like let's go and spontaneous versus premeditated. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Also, Kelvin Joseph on that Thanksgiving game oh, yeah. in that sideline little scuffle, they both got ejected, and I think Kelvin got a fine, but that no right. suspension. Right. So no suspension. I don't think it'll affect them moving good. forward. That's good. Well, let, hopefully, let's sit, I, I do want to end it, you know, on a high note here after the dreariness of the offense. <laughs> you must go talk about Parsons. <laughs> no, nah, we went through that, but I, I just I want to hear what was the scene like up there. Well, it was it was amazing just because, and it always is. It really is. The Cowboy fans are always there in 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 Washington. I tell people this all the time. Yeah, I think I think the fifth most um, the the state with the fifth, fifth most views in all of America is Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Virginia, right there, a lot of Cowboy fans there um, on our website, stuff like that. They're always out at games like that. It doesn't matter who who's doing what. And I bet this year was a little different. When they, they were two and six, now they were yeah. like they're probably selling their tickets. The Cowboys were about six and two. I'm but surprised, uh, worst attendance in the league. I never thought Washington would be. Yeah. It's a tough place to get to, man. It is tough. You got to. It's, it's that's a team that's not very well supported off the field no. right now either. There's uh, a lot going on. A lot going on there. Um, you know, Cowboys brought their predictions. They brought their swag. They brought their benches. They brought you know. They brought it all there. But uh, it was it was cool. It was kind of. I think when we're telling the story of that rivalry, you know, maybe that should be a deep blue at some point. Um, <laughs> that'll be in there. You yeah. know, we'll bring For our sure. own benches up there. Yeah, nice. Yeah.
All right, boys. I think we've done it. We made it through another one. So how about that? Yeah. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you. Man. Yeah. Thank Joining you. us today. Thank you, bro. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Good thank stuff. you, bro. Thank you, Nick. thank you, man. I hope I can reach you. There you yes, go. Appreciate it all. Yeah. Um, I guess that's all we got then. So thank you, Chris, for tweaking the Woo! dials back there. Thank you, William, for getting us on the air. I don't know who else is back there helping out, but appreciate <laughs> it all again. Thank you, Kyle, Nick. Appreciate all right. it all. Hopefully we'll have the gang back together tomorrow. Uh, until then, we will see you next time on Hanging with the Boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!